What's up, All About Like You? It's your co-hosts, Eileen and Esther. We're good friends who don't have much in common. Except our plans to have more fuck yes moments in our lives. Let's do this, boo. Yeah. Good morning, AC. Good morning, ER. Happy I'm Not Like You Day. Yeah, yeah. I love an I'm Not Like You Day. I love an I'm Not Like You Day, too. And it is like an official I'm Not Like You Day because we are in our recording studio, our recording studio, (laughs) as we now lovingly call it, in New York City. And we are recording a bunch of episodes and we have a bunch of meetings and we're super pumped. And we have a bunch of cocktails planned for tonight. Cocktails planned, friends. Friends, yeah. (laughs) Friends. Friends. And I feel like it is like a a lot going on today. And so it, I think it's important to have some good practices to help get us through. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about meditation. We are going to talk about meditation, but I'm not going to let you off the hook that <laughs> I easy. know. I was like, I'm not going to let you off the hook. I'm just going to like drop it gently. I, I don't usually read mine and Eileen's text to people because you'd like, be afraid if you. I, yeah. And also, like, it's mostly shopping. That's pri- it's also private. Yeah. No, we can't do that. But I did just warn her I was going to do this. I pulled it up, so I have her consent. (laughs) I received the following text message last Friday at 9.50 p.m. (laughs) I also just did a psychedelic breathwork practice and tripped for like 90 minutes. So that's what's happening in Austin tonight. And I wrote back, what the fuck does that mean? Like you took drugs? (laughs) And then she wrote. Now, wait, wait. I'm not even, before I read what she wrote, like any reader of the text message is going to assume that like somebody gave you shrooms or I don't know what you did. I don't even know what psychedelic drugs are. I would never sign up for anything with the word psychedelic because I I would not enjoy that. But this is what Eileen <laughs> writes writes back. You trip by using your breath instead <laughs> of plants. I'll save it for our recording next week since it will be so hilarious to explain to you. And I wrote back that is not a thing. You can't get high on your mind. This is making me die of laughter. And the conclusion is, Eileen responds, you most certainly can. I 100% trust <laughs> And then there was no follow-up until this moment. So we're going to begin before you try to tell me how yeah. we need to meditate today to get through our very busy day. And also our day is so busy because you're a crammer and you like to shove yes. one million things into the day, mm-hmm. even though multiple times as we're scheduling, I say like, Stop. 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 This has got too far. <laughs> and I'm not going to be meditating with you. But before we talk about meditation, you're going to have no choice but to explain yourself because you are the one who shared this bananas concept that you yeah. got high on your breath. Yes, I'm very happy to. And I think it's an, a very interesting lead in. You've said a lot there that I feel like I need to like, I don't defend. know, <laughs> defend myself. Um, first of all, yes, I have admitted many times I am a time stuffer. There is very there are very few minutes in the day in my day that go unassigned to something that needs to be done or can be done and that is something I'm working on because it is not a good habit and I am very very human doing and not human being and that does not align with my meditation practice or goals for myself. So, I apologize that you've been um, taken into my swirl. <laughs> no, but of actually, human this doing. today is not as bad as no. it normally is. So we're doing better. We're doing so better. we're making we're progress. Better. Here we are. Um, so that's one thing that I would just like to address. And the second thing is because I am a time stuffer and I do have this very intense way of living my life. 
I need like a lot of things to help me stay sane and like find the middle. Otherwise, I think I would be flying in to different places, like literally, figuratively, and that's not healthy. So thank you for your patience. We actually had a conversation this week where you told me that you thought I had ADD because <laughs> I work on so many different things at one time, which is true. Like I have like a lot of capacity, but sometimes I get a little uh, I shouldn't ahead diagnose of people overwhelmed. since I am not a doctor, but I just want to defend myself and my diagnosis. Like this is a very normal uh, cocktail moment with Eileen. You'll be sitting down and you're like, wow, we just had like a crazy day. We had so many meetings today. We recorded so much. Like you can't wait to have a drink. And she'll sit there and be like, okay, so next week, are we going to write? I think we should write a book. Let's launch a book. Books are really in now. We need a coffee table book. I also think we need wine. We need to do like, I'm not like you wine. What about an I'm not like you candle? Do you want to launch an I'm not like you this? I'm like, girl, (laughs) sit down. Sit the fuck down. Like, so I am not a doctor, but <laughs> I did say to her the other day, I don't know what she was saying. Oh, she told me she was launching some other thing. <laughs> she, she, I'm not even going to announce her things for her. She can save that for a different episode. She launched some other side hustle over the weekend that like went from zero to 60 that she had never even mentioned that she was interested <laughs> in. And all of a sudden she's like, I have clients. And I was like, you need medicine. <laughs> not yeah this all happened I'm like cr- just I'm- watch tv <laughs> calm down she's like stop learning languages stop building businesses you just sit and down just watch television <laughs> I, I can't i literally can't i'm working on it but talk about getting high whole, on your breath yes the start. whole the whole point of this is and i'm literally crying laughing the whole point of this is i desperately need tools to keep me like my feet on the ground And now you know why. And now all of our listeners know why. Meditation to me is the greatest medicine that that I have found for myself that helps me find a center and keeps me from living in this constant spiral, right? So, okay, we're going to talk about meditation. It's going to be hilarious. But we will start with the holotropic. So it's technically called holotropic breathwork or holotropic breathwork. And... As you may know, if you've been following along, and Esther definitely knows, I started a meditation teacher training in January, which also goes to show that I can't just like do something. I need to like do something, right? I can't just meditate. Yeah, I have to like down. go to the like <laughs> depths of like the meditation earth. So yes, yeah, sit down. Got it. But since I didn't sit down, I am in month four. And last weekend, I went um, to my community. Uh, it's called the Sangha in Austin, which I'm obsessed with. And should you find yourself in Austin, it's called Suka, and you should come and practice with me there. Um, or if you're in Austin. And we, our guide, was doing what is called a holotropic breathwork session. And so essentially, it was 90 minutes. There were 45 people in the room. And everybody is lying. I'm already, I already have anxiety. Yeah. Okay. Everybody is lying on a mat or like a cushion or like whatever yeah. is their chosen like relaxation pose. And she starts the experience with, she explains what's going to happen. And essentially it's got like a peak of intensity. You start out slow. There's a peak of intensity. And then you come down. So I've never done anything like this before with my breath. I may, well, I'll just say with my breath. <laughs> we'll leave it there. 
Okay. Um, so you go through this guided experience and she's like what they call a trip sitter. Which is basically like, Ugh, I'm if not you actually to go for anyone to have just heard me snort, <laughs> I was like. Ugh. So if you go on like an ayahuasca journey or some sort of plant medicine journey, I would like never you do have, this, but okay. I understand, but like maybe some of our listeners mm. might. So I like you know just mm. offering some okay. of the yeah, 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 yeah. details, and so she guides your whole experience. So there's music. The music continues to increase, and there's a visualization. That she guides you through, and then there's like what the, she's telling you to like picture. Yeah, your eyes are closed. Basically, um, options of what you might tell yourself to like what to help you. Like what? Well, I'll, I'll get to that okay. in a second. And so, what you're trying to do is use your breath to let yourself release into this state of completely letting go. Okay, so essentially, what's happening to your breath and your brain and your body is that you're like hyperventilating is essentially the like the sense right or like the reaction that you have if you thought about it in like maybe more general terms than like psychedelic holotropic breath work (laughs) um but that's what's happening so there's two different breath patterns that she guides you through and you're using those breath patterns at different times to simulate this experience it's not really simulated it is the experience of tripping and so what i thought was so interesting about it is when you think about drugs, when you think about alcohol, like there's intervention that you can't necessarily fully control. Now you can dose it, right? And so there's some like element of you decide how deep you want to go, but you don't know how you're going to react. Like there could be all sorts of things that could happen that mean like with intervention, like it's not a fully controlled experience. Whereas I found with my breath, I could go deeper and come out in this way that like I was very in control of, which is not the point, by the way. The point is to fully let yourself go. But I got a little stuck on that because I found it fascinating Mm. that I could get myself into this state of like the trip-like state or the tripping state, but then I could sort of like back out and, and come back in using the intensity of my breath. So I'll tell you because I feel like you're – She's. Uh, this is where – if there were video, this is like the number one episode where we need a video because she's looking at me like she's interested. She's engaged. She's like not checking her phone. She's curious, but she's also like, girl, you're full of shit. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to keep going. Keep going. I also want to know what the visuals are. Like is there a PowerPoint presentation? No. It's like – it's basically it like – better not be visit your inner child. No. Something. It's What's like – it's like – a version of like whatever it is that helps you like release yourself. Like what are you holding on to, right? Like so for me, I thought about a lot of things that I wanted to let go. Um, one of the things that I wanted to let go is I have like this hip pain that's been following me for a little over a year. And when I stand up, I have to like almost like cripple myself a little bit to like let my hip adjust. And it's like a problem for running and all these things that I like to do exercise-wise. Anyways, I was really trying to release that from my body, but that was not the trip experience. The trip experience was I saw myself on three levels. I'm I'm dead serious, right? Like okay. this is not me being like some funny version of myself. Like I'm dead serious. I saw myself lying on the ground, like the physically present version of myself that was like in my body on my yoga mat. Then I saw myself looking down from above and I could just see below, but what I could see was a waterfall and like this open like nature. 
And I was almost on this like plane of some description and I couldn't see myself, but like I knew that myself was underneath this higher version of myself, which, you know, I'm not going to go into the thoughts around like that being my higher self and that being what I maybe was searching for because the practice of yoga and meditation and your spiritual journey generally is about finding your highest self. So like, we'll leave that to the side for a second because I don't think that we want to go there. And then, so so this, this second version of me was looking down, like trying to find something, see something. Like it was almost as if I was looking for answers. And then the third version above me was like, stop looking, stop searching. It's all here. Like you're already here. Stop looking around. What are you looking for? And like as you're the- looking for your ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know what you were looking for. I know for. exactly what, I know exactly what okay. it was. But this, this third version of me was almost like, not angry, but it was like, stop. It. Just stop. And so I think it actually goes back to the first thing that we sat down talking about, which is like, why are you doing all these things? What are you looking for? So the right? third one was me. <laughs> the third one was you or my like conscious self mm. who was like telling my highest self to like, Stop searching, like be present, be here, be in this room, be in this experience and stop looking for everything else and looking for answers and constantly seeking out ways to like find whatever the fuck it is you're looking to find. So this is going on for 90 minutes. So this is going on for 90 minutes. And it's like, so it's like the experience, I would imagine, let's just say, (laughs) if you're like high on some sort of a drug, not marijuana, but like plant or otherwise, you get like this like very tingly sensation and like you feel senses very intensely in your body. And like, so you kind of go through like that whole thing. This was my experience, by the way, purely my experience. Like other people in the room had very different experiences. Like the person who was next to me was sharing his experience and he was like, I feel like I was trying to like lift and I felt like completely like stuck to the ground. And I was like, well, that's funny because I was right next to you and I was lifted twice (laughs) and looking for the ground. So interesting about connections of energy, but. so that's the experience, and it was awesome. I mean, I would I would so highly recommend it. Um, my senses were so heightened for like a good 24 hours after to the point where I went home and had dinner after, and my husband had cooked me like all these different like sautéed veggies. And I was like, oh, my God, these are so good. And I don't eat butter very often. And I was like, did you put butter on these? And he's like, no. And I was like, oh, my God, I could just like taste like so intensely. And then um, he was drinking wine and I wasn't drinking. And I was like, oh, my God, it smells so strong. Have you been drinking like all day? And he's like, no, I just had a glass of wine. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like it was very um, – oh. so you have all these really interesting – and then I had just like tremendous clarity. So – if, I mean, it's not good for everyone. Like, I, you have high blood pressure, so, like, it's probably not something that you would want to do. Yeah. And there's, I mean, like... I would not want to do it. Well, you don't want period. to do it. But I do think it's... it's <laughs> not because of my blood pressure medicine. <laughs> it's so fascinating, though, because especially if you, like, control, it's amazing to see what your mind and your body can do in that sort of an atmosphere to put you into that sort of a state and what you can see and experience, like, your, with your own, like, self... <laughs> okay. Do you think it's at all possible that it's like the placebo effect? No, no, a thousand percent. Sound... No, no, because I meditate so often, and I didn't go in there looking for anything or like 
hoping for some experience or like there's one thing that I always say to myself when I walk into the studio because it's so different from anywhere I've ever practiced which is like fully open mind like bring zero expectation to everything from that sort of breath work to like my general like yoga flow practice it's just a very special place with like a lot of really different approaches to the spiritual journey than I've ever been exposed to and so sometimes I'll be like it's not judgmental but I'll like block myself like this is an example and you can and then then I'll stop because then now I feel like I'm going into different directions no I think it's fascinating I never practice mantra which is literally chanting right so like chanting sounds yeah sounds or like Sanskrit right like it was just like the late so if you think about if you've ever heard of like um I'm trying to think of like what the accessible terms might be. Um, and I can't think of any. Um, ohm. Okay. Right? You know that that sound that you make? That would be a mantra. But there are like mantras that go on. Like in my session that same weekend, we did a mantra chanting practice for 32 minutes. No. <laughs> yes. Like I sat on a mat for 32 no. minutes and it was like amazing. I it's So it's really – and I've never done anything like that before. When I first started practicing there, I was like – is going on here like there's a lot of chanting um and I didn't understand it and and now I understand the benefits of it and there are a lot of benefits from like um the proven effects of these practices on reducing um the effects of Alzheimer's Mm. because of like these acupressure points that you have in your mouth that stimulate your brain in these ways um and like there is chemistry like proven like physiological chemistry that helps you with like focus and like, so um, it is fascinating because there are so many different ways to keep yourself from being this spirally human that I would very much be. And I'm spirally enough. So like, could you imagine if I didn't do these things, what I would be like? I mean, I don't know, but I feel like it would have to involve you being on roller skates at all times, (laughs) just like skating back and forth. Yes. Shoes would not be enough. But for meditation itself, there have been a lot of times where, you know, just not on our podcast, in life, I'll text you and I'll be like, I'm so anxious about this. I'm so nervous about this. I'm so stressed about this. Like, just real life moments. And you'll send me a meditation <laughs> clip. You'll be like, here's a three, med- three second, med- three minute, whatever, meditation experience. And I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that. Now, I, I'm, I'm bringing this, PO- this POV not because I want to be a contrarian, but because like there are a lot of people, including myself, who have tried meditation and like it doesn't do it for me. So I do think I want to go back to 101 of meditation and not, yeah. to, not to the like drug ourselves by holding yes. our breath. Um, I find it, <laughs> as I find yoga, to be so boring so uh slow and um that's what i would say about yoga and then so i know we're talking about meditation but i know no it's fine connected yeah and then for meditation to me i also don't really which we have talked about before i don't really like silence i don't really like quiet i always need to have like something rolling which i think is a lot of our human experience today you're really never in silence and I actually heard someone talk about doing silent walks where Mm. and I went on a bike ride when I was in Florida last week and on the way to where I was going I was with my husband but obviously we couldn't talk we're on the boardwalk so on the way to where we were going I deliberately 
didn't put music on, which if you're ever on the boardwalk in Miami, people are like blasting yeah. music to the point that you're like, you're obnoxious. Like this is a shared space. You're so loud. But I was quiet and I just was like, just pay attention to what's around you and enjoy your bike ride. Mm. And then on the way back, I was like, I can't do that again. This is a long bike ride, like 40 yeah. minutes that way. We got to go back now. Now I'm going to put music on because like yeah. 40 minutes is yeah. all I could take. So this could be a personal thing, but I doubt it's a personal to Esther thing. I think there's a lot of people who have yeah. a hard time with silence. And when you ask me to sit there in silence for three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, that's like a lot uh, for me to process. And then when you ask me to do it in a group, which I have, that immediately mm. makes me very laughy. And I will just start laughing. We <laughs> did this at work once when I worked in magazines. My friend Christy, who I just saw in Florida, her sister came in to do a meditation class with us. And we all sat on the floor. And I had to excuse myself within, I, I can't, I don't even know how many seconds, four. Yeah. <laughs> we sat down and I was like, <laughs> I can't get out of here. <laughs> I just like ran away. Yeah. So I think there's many levels and maybe we could talk a little bit about like the 101 of meditation. Like if you're struggling with it, where do you suggest people go? Are we going to the group even though like that does make some people uncomfortable? Are we starting with like 60 seconds? What are your suggestions for places to start? Well, I, I'm going to make a recommendation. I think that we need a sequel to actually oh talk. I'm not doing it on the pod. I'm not meditating. No, well, I was just going to say to actually talk about it and maybe try it. Mm. Here, Because here's what I think. I think that there is no such I can't meditate. There is no such it doesn't work for me. And I don't mean that from the perspective of I'm a bully and I know better than you. I mean that from the perspective of like this is scientifically proven that it will help you. Like there, there is no disputing that, right? And the way to think about the I can't aspect of it is like what I say to my son. If you say you can't, you can't. If you say you can, you can. There is a mindset that is required to still your mind, especially in this day and age when we are so overstimulated 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So I think it's really about knowing that there is this tool available for you as a way to help you navigate the complexities of every day, relationships, stress, anxiety, discomfort in your body, like all of this oftentimes is driven by our minds and this constant chatter and this constant dialogue that we're engaged in that we can't see because we don't have any space from it. And what meditation does is it gives you space from it. And so if you ask me why I did this training, I would tell you it's to deepen my understanding, my practice, and also to help when people say, like, I don't intend to become a meditation teacher. I mean, maybe at some point I'll find a way to bring it into my practices. That would be a dream. But, like, I want to be able to make it accessible for people who say they can't because I truly believe it is the most game-changing tool that you can adopt and incorporate and, like, will raise your baseline and your vibration, like, in in a way that is really valuable and really meaningful. And so what I think we should do is like actually have the conversation about what I mean when I say some of these things and then we should we should do it. We should try. I I'll and I'll gi- I'll try and give you something that I think is more accessible because also there's a 100 different types of meditation. Okay, well just give us like a recommendation on where people should go if they want to Okay. if they want to start. Yes. So I will give you two recommendations. Um I will tell you to download um, for free if you want a free download. If you're like just 
Meditation Curious Download Insight Timer, which I think is one of the best resources out there because it's very vast in terms of you can do breath work, you can do visualizations, you can do body scans, you can do yoga um, as meditation. So like that's a really good easy one and you can look at like less than five minutes. Like I always also say to people who say like I don't have time. It's like just do a minute. Literally right here I could be meditating like you know taking a pause and, and meditating for 30 seconds. Like that's how you could think about incorporating it into your day. So that's another tip that's less technology um, dependent that like it doesn't have to be this whole big thing you add into your schedule. Like it's like while you're brushing your teeth. Right. while you're taking a walk, while you're driving in your car, because ultimately it can just be stillness and quiet time and time to connect with yourself. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, I think 40 minutes is actually really impressive that you could be in quiet, like quiet for 40 minutes. I think that's really, really good. Um, as quiet as you can be on the boardwalk in Miami. But even that, like, you know, so you'll read, like when you read, when you read about meditation, like um, the best practiced yogis can meditate in, Times, in the middle of Times Square. Wow. Right, the idea of being able to keep your mind still and amongst the chaos is really the whole point. Right, it's not to be like meditating in you know on a cushion in a dark room. Right, it's to be able to to find a meditative state when you're overwhelmed or overstimulated. Like that's really actually the essence of it. So you you knew more than you thought you did. There you go. Okay, Miami. and what's the second recommendation? So the second one is another app. If you decide you you do want to invest in your journey, there's an app called Headspace, um, which definitely brings you like through the beginner, intermediate. I don't think there's any such thing as expert, but it brings you through that journey so that you can start really small and really tangibly, and then you can grow your experience with more silence, less guidance, um, and, and learn, you know, the variety of different types of meditation out there. Cause it's not one size fits all right. Where like meditating is just sitting in quiet. It can be breathing exercises. It can be visualization. It can be, as I said, it can be yoga. Like it can be a lot of different things. So like, I think you got to bring an open mind to it. That's the most important thing. And that's what I'm going to challenge you on for the sequel. Oh, man. Come back for 2.0. <laughs> I'll leave it with that. Well, thank you. I thought that that was so interesting. I think other people will too, especially those who are not yet practicing any kind of meditation, but also people who may be more advanced who, you know, don't know how to hallucinate <laughs> um, with their breath work. So if you want more information on how to get high with no supply, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at I'm Not Like You Podcast or on TikTok. Maybe we'll make Eileen do it on the floor here and I'll take some video. Oh my gosh. <laughs> next Friday. See you next Friday for another episode of I'm Not Like You. Bye. Bye. Bye.